If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, mobile apps. You can take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but you can pretty much find us everywhere. 
And, of course, uh, you can check us out on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Uh, today on the program, Gary Smith of uh, Noel.com, The Wave Report, Tom's Picayune, and Advocate will join us uh, just uh, in about two minutes from now. Uh, we'll talk uh, uh, realignment, regionalization of um, Tulane's conference. We'll get into that. Alec Assel, the Bird Rights, will join us at 435. We'll talk about Zion Williamson not being available for the opening of the uh, regular season. Also, we'll talk about what we can expect for the regular season going forward. Uh, and, of course, then we'll finish up with Jimmy Smith at 510, and uh, he will join us uh, from uh, Tiger Details. And We'll get the, the latest on LSU, uh, the injuries, uh, who may be taking the place of those injured players against Florida on Saturday at 11 a.m. in Tiger Stadium. And then, of course, um, uh, his thoughts on the future of Ed Ogeron and uh, Scott Woodward uh, in terms of finding another head coach for the LSU program. In the uh, 5.30 uh, segment, I will talk exclusively, extensively about the situation with Zion Williamson and also um, David Griffin. You know, it's funny, on, on, my, on my open, all you hear is anything about the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, telling the truth, right? Uh, well, you don't get that from the Pelicans, and you don't get that from David Griffin, and you definitely don't get that from Zion and Zion's camp. For those that are just tuning in, don't don't know, Zion will not be ready for the regular season, uh, even though David Griffin hinted that he would be ready for the regular season and then tried to, again, play with words this afternoon in his press conference, say, well, I really didn't save the opening day. You know, okay, all right, David Griffin, let's play word games uh, once again with the snake oil salesman. Uh, but again, um, Zion will not be ready once again. Second time in three years, he's not ready for the opening uh, of the season. We had no idea he was injured. He was in a situation where, again, uh, he didn't show up uh, in Phoenix uh, when uh, Brandon Ingram uh, and uh, Lang uh, and uh, Trajan Langdon went there to scout uh, Willie Green. Uh, he didn't show up in, in, in uh, at the summer league for, for to, to support his teammates. He didn't show up in Nashville when his teammates were uh, practicing in, in, in um, preparation for the um, – for the regular season. So we have no idea when he got injured, what the injury really is, okay, because all we get is, what's that old song, lies, 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 lies? That's uh, David Griffin and the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll get more into that um, at the um, in the five at the five thirty uh, segment. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants: Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, also uh, the Hideout Bar and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Hey, don't forget about Oceana Grill. Voted uh, again top ten U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. I don't know if you've been following what's going on on Conti Street. They're almost finished. Uh, they're almost finished with. Uh, getting uh, uh, the streets down. They've done all the underground work. They've got one side of the street on the Royal Sinesta side completely up. Uh, you should have the other side of the street up with, within within days, and they'll open up Conti Street. But you still have a way in into um, Oceanic Grill from Royal Street and from Bourbon Street. They're open seven days a week for you. Home of New Orleans Best Breakfast. There, there's something for everyone on the menu. And let me tell you something, folks. When I say every, something for everyone, I mean something for everyone. Uh, they'll satisfy anybody's uh, palate, depending on, again, what you like. You're going for New Orleans food, burgers, poor boys. Uh, doesn't matter. They got you covered. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then the fantastic cocktails. The cocktails are amazing because they have amazing mixologists. Also, you can dine in our authentic, authentic French Quarter Courtyard, which I've said many, many times is beautiful by day. It really is. But by night, it is spectacular. Uh, five private rooms that you can uh, dine in or have your next event, and an event at Oceana Grill is incredible because not only are they going to give you the best possible event that you can have with their staff, the food, the drinks, everything else in their private rooms, which can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests, but your steps off Bourbon Street. 
So literally, you go to Bourbon Street, you keep the party going, or you head down to Frenchman, you keep the party going. It's the perfect place for, a, for an event. Oceana's family-friendly, but again, if you're going out for date night, maybe again, it's a business dinner, they can handle that as well. To find out more, go to Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is uh, the best time off Bourbon Street. That's Oceana Grill. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. So open late seven days a week. That's Oceana Grill. All right, do we have Gary Smith? All right, Doug, uh, we're, we're efforting Gary Smith uh, of, of the Wave Report, and we'll talk a little bit about what's going on with, with, with the uh, with the Wave going forward. Um, do want do want to mention again uh, uh, that uh, Les East joined me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports today, and um, we uh, we t- we discussed the uh, uh, the situation with the Saints. Uh, we talked extensively about the Pelicans and Zion uh, Williamson. Uh, we also talked about. Uh, uh, Tulane and the possible regionalization and realignment of conferences. Uh, also, we discussed um, um, the LSU Tigers and the situation with um, uh, Ed Ogeron as well as uh, uh, Scott Woodward. So, and, and then the, the Ring of uh, the Ring of Honor uh, in the Superdome, where again I, I extend, talked about it extensively again yesterday. Uh, Sam Mills going into the Ring of Honor. Uh, that there should be a statue of the Dome Patrol out somewhere on, on, on the Dome grounds. We know that eventually there's going to be a statue of, uh, of Drew Brees. So let's get a Dome Patrol statue out there. should have been done a long time ago. The rest of the Dome Patrol needs to go on, on, the, on the Ring of Honor. Uh, he, uh, one thing that Les talked about was he'd like to see Jim Moore and Jim Finks go in as a pair next year, and I agree 100% with that. Uh, again, the, we talked about the Superdome Wall of Fame uh, coming down and uh, not being put back up. Eddie Robinson is not honored. Dave Dixon's not honored. Pistol Pete Maravich is not honored. Uh, or, or, or nor is Eddie Robinson. That has to be rectified. And also we discussed what, what's going on in the Smoothie King Center where, as I mentioned on this program the other day, the Atlanta Hawks have retired Pistol Pete's jersey. His jersey hangs in the rafters of Atlanta Stadium. Uh, the Utah Jazz has, has, has uh, retired Pistol Pete Maravich's jersey. It hangs in the rafters of the Utah Stadium. In New Orleans, well, the Pelicans have retired uh, the jersey of Pistol Pete Maravich, but yet it's nowhere to be found in the rafters. They took it down and never put it back up. These things have to be rectified, and hopefully Mrs. Benson, Dennis Slauscher, they're listening. Uh, I know that um, eventually uh, Les is going to do an article on it as well. Uh, but, again, it was a very, very enlightening show. Hope you get a chance to be able to check it out tonight on, on WLAE-TV with uh, 6 p.m. With our, with our first rebroadcast. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll see if we can catch up with Gary Smith. If not, I'll go through the two-lane alignment again. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, Eric Asher with you until, uh, until 6 o'clock. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by News Nation. All too often, the media are ignoring the everyday heroics of our policemen and women. Well, that changes on News Nation. Dan Abrams and his live PD sidekick Sticks are back in prime time on Dan Abrams Live, weeknights at 8, 7 central on News Nation. Be mindful of an accident that's blocking the left lane on the 610 on the westbound side at Canal Boulevard. And be mindful of delays on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to just before Canal Boulevard. Also look out for delays that are steady on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. 
and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from Loyola to Veterans, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. In the meantime, delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keeffe Howard Avenue exit. And then delays are solid if you're traveling along the westbound side from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. When I tell you again, look, we, we talk about it all the time now. Uh, friends of mine, uh, me and my family. Growing up in the city of New Orleans, uh, you could always get a bite to eat late. I mean, it didn't matter. There were places that stayed open till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Some places stayed open 24 hours a day. Uh, after Katrina came in, again, more and more places started to shut down. Uh, you know, weren't 24-hour-a-day uh, 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 restaurants. Um, and then, of course, 
Uh, we had the situation with the pandemic, and then, and then of course, Ida. I mean, look, it's hard to find a place open after 9 o'clock in a lot of cases. You don't have to worry about that with the Oceana family of restaurants, uh, whether it's, again, in the French Quarter, if you're going to Oceana, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cook, or even the Hideout Bar, they're open. They're open to 1, 2 in the morning. Uh, and then, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant in Metairie is open late, 1, 2 in the morning. So, again, if you're looking for a bite to eat, it's late, and you say, man, there's nothing open. There's literally no, All you got to do is think Oceana uh, Family of Restaurants. If you forget the names of the restaurants, go to, the, go to my website, ericasher.com. Click on the icon. It'll take you right there on that slideshow to all of their restaurants with, again, the website. You can order on, online for delivery. Or again, you can also head on over there and grab a great meal. So, again, don't forget, if you're looking for something late to eat, Oceana Family of Restaurants are open for you. Also, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, and if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, and I was talking to a friend of mine the other day that, was, that told me again that, you know, with all the power surges they were dealing with after Ida, he lost his air conditioning system. He wanted to call me. He goes, who's, the, who's your guy? Who's your AC guy? Well, again, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing that can save you money over time in, in terms of, again, uh, paying for, for your system. Also, uh, when it comes to Burkhart, the attention to detail when, when they uh, put uh, your system in is second to none. I'm telling you right now, you won't even realize they're putting your system in. And believe me, everything is done in-house. Uh, duct work, everything you need is done in-house. And, of course, Nate's certified technician that treats your home like their home. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, looks like we have to catch up with Gary Smith next week. Not sure what happened there, but um, uh, we'll try to catch up with him. For you Tulane fans, my apologies. You know, we did go through uh, the uh, realignment of, uh, of the possible realignment for Tulane uh, in the American Athletic Conference, again, which started off was going to be America, the American Conference USA and the Sun Belt coming together to form one conference uh, and, and do that geographically, which mean that Tulane would be out of the American and go, would go into the Sun Belt. Uh, the latest um, regionalization plan, which was put forth by the Conference USA, did not include the Sun Belt. Uh, but it did include include the American and the Conference USA, but that again realigns uh, Tulane with more teams that are from the South. It would be an East-West type uh, situation uh, with, with the new realignment. Now, there's no guarantee. Uh, the, um, the the Conference, I'm sorry, the American uh, uh, um, Commissioner is actively trying to be able to cherry pick uh, teams from other conferences so that the American can live on. Uh, we'll just see how that plays out. Uh, one of the, the teams that they lost, uh, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston, uh, those are big TV markets uh, that drove a lot of that big ESPN money that, that ultimately made the American uh, a, a conference that, that again, had um, was on TV, well, whether it was, again, whether it's the, uh, the ESPN Plus type situation or on one of the ESPN networks every Saturday uh, for football and then basketball as well, really helped that conference. That's probably going to the wayside now. Uh, depending on, again, how this looks with regionalization. But we'll see. We'll see how it kind of plays out uh, going forward. But they got a long way to go. Um, I'm interested to see how this plays out. I'll say this. Looking at it from the outside, looking in, and not even really knowing where this is going to be. But you know that the, the American is going to be, whether it's going to be the American or a combination of the Coos and American or a combination of Coosa, Sunbelt, and American. One thing it's going to be is Tulane is going to have a chance to be able to win championships. Uh, the teams that are going to be uh, that are going to be in in that division or in in the cluster with them, depending on what conference, what division it's going to be, uh, are not going to be as strong as, as what we've seen with maybe again uh, a full full, full blown uh, American conference. So, 
when you look at it that way, Tulane is going to be playing their peers in a lot of cases. So there's going to be an opportunity to, again, win, 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 win a conference championship where, again, maybe they haven't had a chance to, to win one of the American. They're going to be able to compete on the football on the football field more. Uh, also, again, basketball. If, again, they ever get it together, then they'll have a chance to be able to compete there. Baseball, we certainly hope that, again, the marquee sport for this, for this university is going to turn around and, and they're going to be able to compete for championships. But, again, when you talk about Tulane baseball, you're not talking about conference championships. You're talking about, again, Omaha. You're talking about that's the goal for, for a Tulane uh, baseball team is Omaha. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. It's in its infant stages right now. Uh, but TV dollars will mean a lot going forward. Also, also the Saints, uh, again, uh, in a situation where they're going into the bye week. Look, I talked about it a little bit yesterday, and, 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 and I'll, I'll jump back on it again. Um, I, I, I said this on, on the TV show today. I believe this is a playoff team. Now, I might have egg on my face when we get to the second, uh, end of the second or the beginning of the third quarter of, the, of this uh, season, but based on what I'm seeing right now, on, again, the players they've had on the field in the, in the first five games, looking at, again, what is going to be coming back, okay, over the next few weeks. So at some point in the second quarter of the season, um, you should be getting guys. You should be getting Michael Thomas back, Traquan Smith. Uh, you know, Anyamata's going to come back after his suspension. Uh, I mean, there's just a, a myriad of players that, that again, that, that we, and look, we, we know the, the situation there, that are going to have an opportunity to be able to come back that are only going to make this team stronger. And, look, you cannot control injuries. Uh, just because you say, oh, man, look, uh, uh, all these players are coming back, we're ready to go. No, you can't control the injuries, and there's no, no telling, again, on where this team's going to be. But just on paper, when, when you look at uh, the situation with where the Saints are, uh, right now, with the possibility of again the, the, these, I mean these are these are very good players. Uh, when you when you talk about Armstead and McCoy on the offensive line, when you talk about Traquan Smith and Michael Thomas at wide receiver, all of a sudden that very pedestrian wide receiver position it, it gets it gets an influx of some real talent. Uh, Nick Fadette, depending on again what his role is going to be, but you know if he's going to be the Josh Hill role, that opens that up there. Okay, he says he wants to catch more passes. Hopefully, he can. Um, Tony Jones coming back at some point to take pressure off of Alvin Kamara. Although I say I'll say it again, they need a big back. Hopefully, a Zebo will be a player they can count on. They can they can get the physical carries for them going forward. And then of course bringing Lutz back. Well, they brought Brian Johnson in from the uh, practice squad from the Chicago Bears. He's got to be on the roster for three weeks, so active roster. So we'll see how it plays out. Maybe Lutz is back before then. Maybe it's not. Uh, but uh, hopefully, again, this is a guy that can put it between the uprights until then because they're going to get burned by not having a quality kicker before it's all said and done. There's no doubt about that. Hopefully this kid uh, is, is, can, is a kid that can hold the fort down until Lutz can come back. But then on defense, first of all, Anyamata is going, to get, is going to be a big difference maker because they're not getting a pass rush up the middle. I read the other day, and I think I mentioned on this show uh, yesterday, that there's a, uh, there was a, a next-gen stats that showed that the, um, the Saints defensive ends are getting more, are getting double team more than than any other set of defensive ends in the NFL, and why is that? Because again, teams don't trust, uh, teams are not even worried about the interior pass rush anymore. Okay, Rankins is gone, uh, uh, Brown is gone, and Anyamata's on on suspension. Once Anyamata comes back, there's going to be a push again going on the inside. The only guy that's really gave him any kind of push from the pass rush on the inside is Passanio. He's the only guy. 
Only guy up to this point. So they're going to get stronger there. Davenport, if he can stay healthy, is going to help them going forward. Quan Alexander, again, brings something to the table for this team. Even though uh, you got you got to say at this point, uh, you got to like what you're seeing uh, um, uh, out of the three Ps. You know, um, when you start talking about what these rookies have done on all three levels of, of the defense. Uh, Debo has been really good on the back end, even with uh, a, a Crawley coming back. Uh, you look at Peyton Turner and, and what, he, what he's been able to do um, in, in terms of, again, uh, rushing the passer. And then, and then of course, Pete Werner has, has been a, a heat-seeking missile at the linebacker position. I got a chance to look at uh, Brian Baldinger's breakdown on, 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 the th- on um, Peyton, uh, actually did on Peyton Turner, Adebo, and also on, on um, Pete Werner. And if, if you get a chance, go on my Twitter feed, and you'll see it there. I mean, it's, it's amazing to see, again, uh, the, the, the football IQ on, on, on Pete Werner. And, look, that, that helps. That really does help Quan Alexander because now you're not leaning on Quan as much. You know, there, there could be a, a situation where, again, you don't have to force Quan uh, back and have to play him full time. Uh, and then, of course, Quarley had a great um, uh, preseason. He, he'll be a nice addition in terms of a backup uh, in case you need him. So, all of a sudden, this team gets stronger. Hopefully, Harris is going to come back from um, the, the hamstring. It's not going to be a nagging injury all season long. And Taysom comes back from, from the concussion. Much better team with, with, again, those players back on the field. Now, I, I agree with Sean Fazan what he said yesterday, uh, that all these guys are not coming back all at once. They're, they're going to be staggered. And then, and then there's got to be a, a period where there's an adjustment period where ultimately, again, they, they, they acclimate themselves into the offense or the defense. But this team will only be stronger with the additions of those players. Those are starting caliber players. And a lot of these guys, that look, I give a lot of credit to the young players that have been playing. A lot of those guys have come in and, and they've held their own. Okay, some of the, some have excelled, uh, but this will be a much different player, different team with these players back. And that's why, again, when I look at this team, and if I and if I'm I'm looking and I'm forecasting forward, even though we know the schedule is much tougher in the second, third, and fourth quarter of, of the season, I just think again, this is a team that's going to be reckoned with, especially if we continue to see Jameis Winston progress like he's progressing. 12 touchdowns, three interceptions, one fumble. He's taking care of the football. His offensive line is getting used to him. I mentioned that yesterday, where he's going to be, where he likes to set up in the pocket, okay, because he's not a guy that climbs the pocket like Breeze did. And ultimately, with the influx of of, of talent on the wide receiver position, uh, guys that you're counting on right now, like Callaway and others, they're they're not going to be pushed to be able to, again, take on the lion's share of the responsibility. Other guys are going to do that, so that's going to open them up. It only makes them stronger based on the fact that all these guys have got a chance to play now, and and they played well. Throckmorton at at the the, um, guard position. Hurst, who has been a a pro's pro at the tackle position. I mean, all the way down the line, uh, you know, again, uh, so – I'm looking for, again, uh, a pretty good second quarter and that they can stay healthy an even better third quarter as all these guys kind of round in the shape. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, joins us. We're talking Zion. We're talking Pelicans, uh, all that coming up. Pelicans open up the season next Wednesday against the 76ers in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, we're talking Pels next. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and even the Hideout Bar open for lunch and dinner. 
but open until very, very late. So get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. Don't go anywhere. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now. Spread your payments over five years and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon. Cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code QUICK for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app.
GetUpside app and use promo code QUICK for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code QUICK. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Uh, don't forget about uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, and Old New Orleans Cookery. That's right, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. They are open till 2 a.m. every night. 2 a.m., okay? Uh, first of all, uh, just a beautiful restaurant. Picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street. You want to do some people watching. Perfect place to do that. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms. You can dine in those or, again, have your next event. Also, a private restroom that goes with that. So, again, two Bourbon Street balconies. Fantastic. They're in the 200 block of Bourbon Street. So, again, it's right where all the action is. Uh, also, fantastic cocktails. Incredible cocktails. Great mixologists. And then authentic uh, Cajun Creole cuisine. Uh, they got a beautiful courtyard, uh, much like, again, all the Oceanic uh, family of uh, business courtyards. I mean, beautiful by day. You'll get in there, enjoy a cocktail, dinner, but at night, absolutely spectacular. Uh, it's a great place for a date night, great place for a, a, a meeting, also friends, family. If you're looking for a wonderful dining experience, Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for you. You can order online for delivery or find out all about the menu at nolacookery.com. You know, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, let's jump into some Pels. Joining us on the program now is Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, my friend? Good evening, Eric. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing better than Zion and David Griffin, which is, you know, <laughs> par for the course these days. It really is. You would have hoped that maybe, just maybe, uh, with what we had heard on Media Day, right, Everybody right. seemed to be on the same page. Everybody was truly hopeful that it was realistic to think Zion could be ready for the first game of the regular season. But as we learned today, we're not probably even close. He's been withheld for at least the next two to two and a half weeks while he waits another scan. And so he'll miss the start of this regular season. And we honestly don't know when he'll be ready because there's no timetable now. Well, there's no timetable, and, and then i got to say, again, based on, on, on the lack of honesty from David Griffin, the, the, the Zion camp, and Zion Williamson, do we even know how severe this injury is? I mean, uh, broken fifth martyrcipital bone, uh, well, from what I understand, was it was a broken pinky toe? Is it more than that? I mean, is it, what is the injury? Right, we do not have specifics on the actual injury because, Eric, when you break that bone, you know, as you mentioned, it's the fifth metatarsal, Right. in your foot. Now, there's a couple of different breaks that can occur where if it breaks near the base, it's called an avulsion fracture, and that's usually involving with the muscle kind of tearing apart the bone, and supposedly that heals pretty quickly. And then there's another one higher up on the bone um, where that also can heal kind of all, in a decent time frame. But there's one that's called the dread of Jones fracture, which is kind of towards the base, but not close enough to the tip. And those, for some reason, take a long time to heal. There's been several players that have had it. And normally it's because blood flow does not get to that area. So the healing process is really slowed and setbacks can occur. So now, honestly, it, it, we were all wondering, did, basic, maybe, did maybe Zion actually suffer a Jones fracture? But either way, there's been no clarity given on the situation. There's no details. So all we're doing is guessing at this point. 
which again is ridiculous, okay? Ridiculous to keep it shrouded in secrecy again when it happened. We hear other NBA players, again, when they have an injury in the offseason, we know about it. And then at this point, to even push this to the point where, look, I watched the press conference on media day. Uh, again, everything that I heard from David Griffin's mouth made me believe he would be ready for, 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 uh, mm-hmm. for, for the opening game uh, of the season. And, of course, he tried to backtrack on that, on t- that today. So, I mean, again, just be open and honest with the fan base and the media. That's all. Yeah, that bothered me as well today, more than ever, because he really tried to backtrack. You're right. He alluded to the fact that he did not say the start of the regular season, regular season, but at some point during the regular season. Well, do you honestly think that we believed you meant at any point during the next six months? Right. Nobody, first of all, issues any kind of such vague timeline, but especially David Griffin, because he also alluded to the fact that he didn't rule him out for this upcoming preseason. So when you do that and then bringing the comments from Zion, Willie Green, and others, you just felt like Zion was close. And so, yeah, now they're trying to do an about face, and you have to wonder why. And once again, when it's involving Zion, usually the worst occurs, and we're left to thinking the worst occurs because usually stuff is hidden, and then we realize the facts much later. So I personally, I wouldn't be surprised to learn this is a Jones fracture. And once again, it's being kept under wraps because if it wasn't, how hard would it be to say, okay, he did not suffer the worst kind of scenario here regarding mm-hmm. this broken bone. But instead, it's mouth shut, and now we've got a timetable that's, once again, infinite. So none of it looks good, Eric. There's no transparency. And that, that's a shame because I thought that's what was the point of the David Griffin era. We we're trying yep. to move on from Dell Demps, which was not a transparent era, to one that you thought would be. And that, that kind of seemed to be the signal from ownership. Well, honestly, it's been anything but, especially when you're considering the superstar player. Yep, I agree. I agree 100%. Look, for those that are tuning in and they hear you say Jones fracture, explain that. Yeah, so Jones fracture, I, I don't have a computer in front of me, me but it, it's just a specific type Cliff of notes. injury to where you break that fifth metalarsal, and it, 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 it refers to a specific break on where it happens on mm-hmm. your bone. So if it happens in that part of the bone, like I said, towards the bottom, but not close to the base, but not exactly at the tip, that is the worst-case scenario. Those are the ones that have trouble healing. There's often uh, higher chances of setbacks, uh, possible rebreaks, you know, stuff along yes. those lines. I know Zudrunas Zilgauskas, he suffered from those. Kevin Durant had one of those uh, in 2014-15 mm-hmm. where he missed a lot of time with the Thunder. So, yeah, those, those injuries, when they happen, they're bound to keep you out for a lot longer than what should be maybe about two and two-and-a-half months' time frame. Yeah, and just it's just amazing again the the, the lack of being forthcoming uh, with the with the injuries and and uh, you know again and that comes from that, that's all that's again that's Zion his camp and and, and also uh, David Griffin as well. Okay, look, another season you start without Zion, another season again where Zion's not going to be available. This is a little different, uh, somewhat again new system, new players again an influx of new players. Uh, they got to get they, they've got to get out there and they got to play without Zion. And then they got to get reacquainted when Zion comes in, uh, in, in terms of again how they're going to play Zion within the system. What does this team look like without Zion when they take the floor on on Wednesday against the Sixers? Yeah, recent results have not boded well, right? I even tweeted that out. Pelicans are almost 500 when Zion does play, right? They went 40 and 45 the last two years. When he hasn't played, 21 and 38, so significantly worse. The thing is, when you remove Zion, of course, the points, right, that gravity, he's gone. And suddenly all the focus is going to be on Brandon Ingram. So I've got to think, well, first of all, Brandon Ingram is scheduled to play, right? We should mention that, at least from today's press – or I should say yesterday's press conference after Mm -hmm. practice. 
we had learned Brandon and Jackson Hayes will definitely be available for the start of the season. So that's going to help. We're not going to see the same team that got destroyed uh, by Chicago and Utah to close out the preseason. So they have more firepower. But what they're going to have to do, I think, Eric, is honestly, I know Willie Green had wanted probably to stick Nikhil as a team six man. I think he's going to have to start him. You can't put Brandon Ingram out there on an island without, you know, at least another guy that could possibly, right, scorching off or exposing opposing defenses and possibly serve as some kind of gravity because otherwise Brandon's going to get strangled out there. And Pelican's offense, we saw it, right? It went, it went through the mud in three of the four preseason games. So it needs help, right? The defense was largely okay outside of the transition yes. defense, but the offense, mm-hmm. they're going to need guys that can score, and it can't just be B.I., like I said. So I would assume that you're going to start Devontae Graham, uh, Nikhil, Brandon, okay. I guess for defensive purposes, go with Najee Marshall and Jonas mm-hmm. Valanciunas. That way you still have at least some firepower coming off the bench and Trey Murphy. But remember, we've got to remember, he's a rookie. Even though he's looked good, I think it's probably still better for him to come off the bench with, alongside what Josh Hart, Thomas Sadoransky, and a few others. How deep in the rotation do you think that Willie Green is going to go at the outset? I think he's going to have to go deep. If they're going to play at the pace that he wants, which is you know really quick, you're going to have to go at least 10 men deep. Uh, B.I. and Jackson, they haven't been, you know, working on their conditioning. They haven't been up to uh, speed for most of training camp because they've had to sit with uh, injuries. So can't expect them to jump in the fray with forceful minutes, especially B.I. Um, so, Eric, you've got to think, what, 10, right? So outside of what I say, Josh Hart, uh, Trey Murphy, Jackson mm-hmm. Hayes, um, in the second group, Thomas Sadoransky. You know, you could possibly look at maybe Herb Jones getting a few minutes here or there. Okay. Uh, maybe Tyra Lewis, right? He's probably going to have to look for sparks, green that is, so. I wouldn't be surprised to see him trying some things within the first few weeks of the season. They signed a, uh, another player yesterday, John Petty Jr. That's another Alabama player. Uh, talk a little bit about it. Yeah, so John Petty Jr., right, for some reason the Pelicans have taken a serious liking to players out of Alabama, which isn't bad, right? Love what we see out of Herb Jones. Kyra shows potential. But they signed him to an Exhibit 10 contract. So what that obviously means is he's not destined to play in the NBA. He's going to be headed to the G League. And so it's obvious the Pelicans are trying to create a a, a good type of atmosphere up there in Birmingham once the G League season starts. And who better than to grab a guy that's kind of a vet, right? He played four seasons at Alabama. And he's, he's, I think, a two-time All-SEC player. So Mm -hmm. not a bad player. So that's what they're thinking. And it looks like they're going to fill out the rest of the rotation uh, with guys that they've had in camp like James Banks, uh, Malcolm Hill. We could possibly even see Wenyan Gabriel there. So they have a mindset of what they want to do. They're bringing in people here during training camps so they can learn the coaches, the system, but then they're going to be going off to the G League. We, we saw a team that played better uh, played better on the defensive end during the preseason. But look, preseason is, is, is fool's goal. But one thing we saw that was a carryover from last year is turnovers. How did they, again, cut down on the turnovers, especially, again, with the turnover on the roster that we've seen and so many new players trying to get acclimated to playing with each other? Yeah, I think that's going to be a tough one to overcome, especially early on. I don't think there's no way that they're not going to run into a lot of miscues because of the unfamiliarity on the team, right? I mean, the starting line of what I listed earlier, none of these guys have played before with one another. I mean, you've got Devontae Graham coming from Charlotte, Jonas Valanciunas from Memphis. You could potentially start a rookie in Trey Murphy, but if not, you're going to have a combination of possibly B.I., Nikhil, and Najee. And honestly, they didn't, have that, they didn't spend that many minutes together on the court last year. So that's going to be probably 
going to be something that is going to hold this team back in the early goings. Um, I don't think there's no way twos about it. You need continuity in the NBA, and the Pelicans certainly don't have that. And you're right, preseason's a great indicator for things like that because that usually does carry over. Mm-hmm. And even Brandon Ingram, after yesterday's practice, mentioned it's going to be a process that they're still trying to learn who likes the ball and what positions of the court and such. So you've got stuff like that going on, and, and these guys are playing such lightning speeds in the NBA against teams that usually have a lot more continuity, right? They're ready to mm-hmm. go. It makes for a tough sledding. So, yeah, Eric, I, I foresee this team struggling with turnovers probably for at least a couple of first three months or so. Let's talk about defense, okay? Well, this team has not been a good defending team. At times, again, they were allergic to defense. Uh, now, again, they brought in players that, that again, specifically play good defense. Uh, individual defense is one thing, but team defense and the concepts are a whole other thing. Uh, talk a bit about how you think this team will come out of the box defending. Will we see an uptick in, 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 in a more of, more of a defensive stance out of this team uh, this season, or is it going to be same, old, same, old, same like we saw over the last few seasons with guys that just really didn't put the effort in on the defensive end? Uh, there's no doubt they're going to have to come out with a different mindset than they did a year ago. And honestly, I think that's one of the optimistic takes you can have from preseason is the fact that they are going to give a lot more effort on that end. So just by having Brandon Ingram trying and having just better uh, able bodies out there, like, say, Najee Marshall, um, you won't have to deal with Eric Bledsoe or the slower, you know, Stephen Adams, who got absolutely demolished out in the perimeter by opposing teams. I think they're going to fare better. So just just by natural process of elimination, where you're removing really your weak points from last season and not replacing them with players that are significantly worse up and down the roster. Really, the only loss is Lonzo Ball, right? Devontae Graham coming in, he's not as good of a defender. Mm -hmm. But as a team defender, he ranks pretty well. So if these guys can honestly learn the system quickly, um, and and you have to think they will, because like I said, I noticed it in preseason. They only struggle, honestly, on closeouts, um, and such during uh, transition breaks, right, where they were right. creating their own turnovers and the other team was having a run of it up the court. If they avoid those situations or at least keep them to a minimum, then they're going to be a lot better defensively. And like I said, that's where they all know they have to hang their hat on. Willie Green's talked about it all through training camp, and several of the players have as well. So if they plan on, win on winning some games, they're going to have to become a top-15 defensive team. Well, that was Willie Green. Willie Green was a great defender in the NBA. That was what he did. That's what he hung his hat on in a lot of cases. Let me ask about the offense. Will it be free-flowing or will it be a more structured offense? Oh, it's definitely going to be more free-flowing. Willie Green's concepts, basically the first one is .5. He talks about offense. He wants all his players out there that get court time to make a decision once they catch a basketball within .5 of a second. They got to know whether shooting, passing, driving. That, just by itself, is going to speed things up significantly. So they're going to be playing quickly in a free-flowing system. So whoever catches it has an open shot or has a free lane, he expects them to take it. Unlike with Stan Van Gundy last year, they were told, you know, players were told, look, the ball's got to find Zion and B.I. Unless it's a wide-open layup or something like that, slow it down, bring it back out, and get it to one of those two guys and run the offense through them. That's gone out the window. So this, this year, Eric, I think it's going to resemble a lot more uh, the offense, that is, of what Alvin Gentry did two years ago. And I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing. When you're struggling to have a bunch of names out there proving guys, you're going to have to look for those open first shots. And why not do it when there's less pressure, right, more time on the clock than by running uh, an offense that's suited to that, which is, of course, that, that faster, faster style. For information only, uh, for those that didn't hear, the, the, the Pelicans picked up some options yesterday. Talk about it. 
Yeah, this was standard operating procedures. And, of course, with the Pelicans, right, they picked up all the all their rookies under the David Griffin era. So Zion Williamson, Jackson Hayes, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker all had their fourth years picked up. And, um, or excuse me, their third years picked up. And with Kyra Lewis, his second year. So this mm-hmm. this is just something that happens naturally, and uh, and um, the, uh, the Pelicans have no expectation of other than keeping these guys here long term. The times this doesn't happen in the NBA is when obviously uh, front office has soured on that player, kind of like what we saw happen with Solomon Hill back when yep. he was with the Indiana Pacers. They didn't pick mm-hmm. up his option. He left, and unfortunately, Del Demps brought him here to New Orleans. Yeah. But again, that scenario and, didn't happen. And he's yet, still so playing in the NBA, which is amazing. <laughs> which yeah, is absolutely amazing. Show you, Eric, that honestly, if you just pose any kind of a, uh, you know, you do anything positively on a court at that size, you're likely right. to still keep a job because it, it's rare, right, to have that size and that speed and ability to do stuff like sure. that on the court. Absolutely amazing. Always a pleasure, my friend. Here we go, right? Next next Wednesday, we kick it all off with, uh, with again, Pelicans regular season basketball. It's hard to believe. Tell the folks about uh, your fantastic site, how folks can follow you on social media, the podcast. Give us the whole nine yards. Yeah, you can catch all of our work over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com, and we're going to have a lot of stuff coming up because Regular season starts up on the 20th, including a podcast tonight where we're going to react to what David Griffin talked about and analyze it word for word. Beautiful. Always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to our conversation next week. Absolutely. Take care, Eric, and thank you again. Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights joining us each and every week here on the program. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, again, generator sales and service. They're the experts. That's right, generator sales and service. Uh, when you're looking for a generator, do not sign that contract with anybody else. You have Burkhardt come out. Had a friend of mine, again, call me uh, uh, over the weekend, said, hey, what's Burkhardt's number? What's the, uh, which, who's your contact there? I'm getting a whole home generator for my house. Uh, again, I talked to Jason Burkhardt yesterday. The call was made. He went. He actually was over there today, uh, again, uh, uh, sitting down and doing what he does for every customer that calls, looking for a generator from Burkhardt. Uh, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of powering up your home when the electricity goes out. That also goes for your business. After that, uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing available generation. You can pay that over time. Don't come on all that money up front. Pay it over time and easy and easy um, installment payments. And then a new install quality check after one month. Burkhardt does it with everything they install for you. It's all about, again, what they do with customer service. Making sure you're comfortable with the, uh, with the equipment that they've, they've installed in your home. That's Burkhardt. And then, of course, you need service. 24-7, 365 emergency service on generators. Uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And then, folks. If you've utilized your home, home, home generator uh, uh, over 100 hours during the last storm season, and let's face it, we didn't power for two weeks, so you know you did. you got to have it serviced by a professional. Let Burkhardt come out, service that generator for you. So, again, when the power goes out again, you're ready to go. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, generator sales and service. They're the experts. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. A lot goes into taking care of your property. You need equipment with more reliability, durability, and versatility built in. Like number one selling Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, Z-Series mowers that deliver a quality cut, and Sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Ascension Equipment in Gonzales is your Southeast Louisiana Kubota dealer. Save more today and mow tomorrow. And we are all tied up in the bottom of the ninth. Bases loaded. Electric in here. Electric. It all comes down to this pitch. You throw the fastball here. But it looks like Brock is walking off the field and is leaving the stadium. What is going on here? I'm getting word that he left to get a taco. When you need a taco, you need a taco. Introducing the new Cantina Crispy Melt Taco, only from Taco Bell. At participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Introducing the latest innovation in water technology. The new Nebbia by Moen Quattro Showerhead offers four unique experiences to choose from. Designed to soothe, clarify, relieve, and cleanse. An indulgent shower experience, engineered to use up to 50% less water. Water designs our life. Who designs for water? Visit Moen.com to learn more. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. We're going to try to, re we're going to, try to reschedule Gary Smith for next week. So we'll talk some Tulane with him. Thanks to Ali Cassell for joining us on the program. Today's program, again, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and, yes, the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Cajun Creole Cuisine is finest. Fantastic cocktails. Great ambiance with, uh, the, um, uh, with uh, the, the restaurant itself. Get out there and enjoy a meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. 
Coming up in the second hour, it'll be Jimmy Smith right out the box from Tiger Details. I'm Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Nash Icon is where you're listening. Eric Asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. 
Don't forget about the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, mobile apps that can take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Podcast available on all the podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV is our first rebroadcast. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Then tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. And then Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have that up on our social media platforms this evening at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. Uh, I want to thank Alec Gassel for joining us on the program in the first hour. Gary Smith will rejoin us next week at his regularly uh, scheduled um, uh, uh, time. And, of course, Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Details, the Tiger Details, will join us in just a few minutes here on the show. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Bobby, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant and Mambo's. How about that Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant? Uh, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, again, if you're looking for a, a menu that has something for everyone, Bobby A. Bears has you covered. First of all, amazing cocktails, an incredible beer selection. And it is a uh, Bobby A. Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique because it's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. We're, we're talking about Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, and then the memorabilia that you'll see at Bobby A. Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant is like a museum. I mean, it's amazing. The memorabilia they have is one-of-a-kind items. I mean, you get lost just checking out the memorabilia. But look, 30-plus TV screens. You'll never miss a play. I talk about it all the time. I'm not kidding you, folks. Literally have bad, have TVs in the in the restroom. So if you go to the restroom, you're not missing a play. Uh, again, there's a reason why they're voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. You've got to get out there and enjoy a great meal. Remember, they are open late seven days a week. Uh, at uh, for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Looking for a fantastic place to grab a uh, grab a meal. Uh, check out the ball game uh, again, or just hang out with friends and family. Hey, check out Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant because you know what? It's so good. All right, let's talk some Tigers. Um, joining us on the program now is uh, Jimmy Smith from Tiger Details, one of the best we have out there in covering Tiger uh, athletics. Jimmy, how are you, bud? Doing well, brother. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks for joining us, as always. Look, the first about out the box, let's talk a little bit about Florida, and then I want to kind of get into Ed Ogeron and, and Scott Woodward. But, man, I tell you what, you want to talk about the walking wounded having to deal with uh, University of Florida at, at 11 a.m. on Tiger Stadium on Saturday. Man, I tell you what, every time you turn around, it looks like it's another injury for the Tigers. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, it, the hits are on the field, off the field, in the training room. I mean, they're coming from every – direction and now you're going to be rolling into tiger stadium at 11 in the morning i mean half that crowd usually wakes up around that time right um sure there's gonna be a lot of morning bloody marys being mixed and things of that nature but and and now you've got to go face a florida team that's pretty good that has a chip on their shoulder right um who's playing for something uh and and it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a tough one and you're missing a a lot of key players on both sides of the Mm -hmm. ball um edwards around his back's against the wall here, and, uh, and and honestly, it almost looks like they're praying for a miracle. Yeah, I would agree. Now, one good news that, that again, I was able to read this week, uh, again, when Eli Riggs goes out, it's a shoulder injury, but his family is insisting this is not an opt-out, this is not a transfer, this is a kid that needs to, again, that, that he's, he's injured and he needs to have surgery. I know you're very, very close to the situation. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think there's any issue here, and I think the real concern should be why that family felt the need to address that. And I think this is, 
just a sign of, of, of the attitude and the feeling and the sentiment around these areas and around this football team. There's a lot of doubt. I mean, I think it was a day or two ago, see a national um, talking head questioning whether uh, Derek Stingley was even injured, right? And so right. I, I think this is just a sign of, of really just the, the whole negative environment, the negative vibe surrounding this team right now with the struggles they've had on the field, off the field, injuries. I mean, this family should not be having to address that at this stage, right? And and to no, question agree. Elias Ricks. I mean, what has he really done for us to question his his dedication to this team? And so, uh, you know, that's unfortunate, I think. But I, I do agree with him. I don't think there's anything um, hidden behind it. I don't think there's any plans in place. I mean, the kid was a freshman All-American. He's playing for the best cornerback coach in the country. Um, mm-hmm. He's been very successful at this stage in his career. And I just don't see why he would want to leave. Um, and it's, it's, it's a shame that the family felt the need to even address it. Right. And because, again, the feeling is, based on what we saw last year, that some guys that feel like they're ready for the pros may opt out, don't want, don't want to get in a situation where maybe they get injured. And then the other part of it is, with the transfer portal the way it is, I'm sure that a lot of Tiger fans that, that are on pins and needles right now worried that there may be defections at the end of the season, maybe even before a, um, a new coach is, is named. And then even when a new coach is named, you know that you're going to get some defections anyway. It's just so much easier now with not having to sit out a year and, and transfer immediately to another program. Absolutely, and I would tell those fans, don't will it to fruition, right? Um, I, don't uh, add fuel to that fire. I mean, certainly that's on the table for all these kids. They all have the ability to move laterally, up, down, sideways now without any repercussion. So that's always on the table. And uh, But to, to – I mean, I, as a, I would only imagine as a player for someone to question my dedication to my team when I'm suffering through injury, um, you know, this isn't new to Elias Ricks, as Ed Orgeron stated. This is a, a nagging injury that's been plaguing him for some time. So the kid's been trying to play through it for his team, right, and for himself. Well, let's mm-hmm. not get it twisted. I mean, these kids are also trying to look out for them as well. But, yes. uh, you know, I mean, I, I think if you start pushing those buttons and start questioning those things and, and allow some of these questions to become public on forums and social media posts and things of that nature, uh, like it or not, these, these families read that. And that's only going to add fuel to that fire. Yeah, because, I mean, I think it was his mother that said, we live in Hammond, okay? We live here. And then, again, he's he's a Tiger. Uh, Keishon Bouti injured. Who do you think is going to step up now in terms of the wide receiver position? Look, the good news is they got some really good freshman wide receivers on this team. Uh, I thought that, again, going into the season, that wide receiver was one of the deepest uh, uh, positions on the team. You hate to lose a player of the ilk of, of Bouti, but, again, the cupboard's not bare there. No, it's really not. There's a lot of young talent coming into the season. We'd say unproven, but at this stage, I think a lot of these guys have made enough plays that we'd say some of them have proven that they're capable and ready to take on that workload. Um, I don't think there is a guy primed to be a eight to ten catch per game guy that mm-hmm. you could count on to deliver dynamic plays week in and week out. Um, I think there's players on this roster that had that ability. I just don't know if they're ready. And if this moment's ready for, so I, I think you're going to see them spread it around a little more, um, not as many targets to a primary receiver, but I expect a guy like Malik Neighbors, um, a freshman from from the Lafayette area, who coming into the fall season had the best camp of any of the freshmen, um, and then suffers an AC joint sprain, 
uh, has to miss the first few games, starting to work his way back into the rotation. I would expect a guy like him to get ample opportunities. You can turn to a guy like Coy Moore, who started a lot of games in the slot last year, gives you some flexibility if you want to move guys inside and out and things of that nature. So, um, you know, a lot of the names we've heard, Jack Besh is going to continue to make plays. I expect him to get even more targets now. Uh, Brian Thomas, who's had some targets as a freshman, is probably going to see a bigger role, um, you know, and, and things of that nature. So I think we're going to see all these young freshmen that have had flashes are now going to get those opportunities to carry the workload. And if it works out well, the Tigers could enter next season with one of the, the nation's most dynamic wide receiving corps. Uh, just on paper, I mean, again, it just jumps out at you. Again, the number of players and then what we've seen, just in, again, a, a small snapshot of what some of these kids can do. They'll, they'll have more of an opportunity now uh, with, with Keishon Booty uh, out, out for the season. All right, last week we saw a heartbeat when it came to the running game. Uh, is that something you think we will continue to see going forward, or was that a situation where Kentucky second half was pretty much saying, we got this thing in the bag? No, I, I think you're going to con- – continue to see more of an emphasis on the running game to try to balance out this offensive attack and take some of the pressure off the offensive line and pass protection of Max Johnson. Um, You're starting to see them work some different type runs into the schematic approach of things. Uh, So there's definitely an effort there for them to start featuring this running game. Ideally, they would like it to really take hold, right? And and these guys to, to, to really help carry that offensive workload. I just don't know if they have enough up front to do that. Now, facing a Florida team who's going to beat you more with speed defensively than, than actual, actual stoutness and, and physicality, um, they could find some success running downhill. I think uh, we've seen enough from the running backs at this stage. Uh, Corey Kiner's really come in as a freshman and, and shown that he can get downhill in a hurry and, and always delivers a boom upon contact. And Armani Goodwin's starting to work his way into being healthy again. He was flashing uh, somebody they were raving about um, coming into the season. Now he's working his way through injury. So I think there's some pieces there where they could find success against Florida. Um, but this is one of those games. I, I feel like for LSU to really win this game, they need to have a type of rushing attack where they can maybe put up 180, 200, 220 mm-hmm. yards rushing against this Florida team to really be able to balance it out. Otherwise, I think it might be a difficult day for them in Baton Rouge. Look, and I'm reaching here, okay? But if I can find a silver lining to this right now with these injuries, a lot of the young players are getting a chance to play. That's only going to bode well for next year and beyond, especially if you can hold on to those players. Uh, Now, when it comes to recruiting, again, you're you're all over it. What are you hearing about the recruits? Are they hanging with this program? Are they starting to defect a bit, knowing, again, that there's going to be a change at the end of the season in terms of uh, of coaching? Uh, What are you hearing? Yeah, I think, you know, when – Anytime you're facing this type of adversity and talk of head coaching change, and which really, you know, I don't have a crystal ball here, but it just kind of seems imminent at this point, right? Looking at the schedule, all the issues they're dealing with as far as personnel and limitations with injuries and things of that nature, I don't know how anybody could survive um, what they're about to go through over these next six weeks. So, uh, And recruits know that. And so it's really going to have an impact on the out-of-state guys. The in-state guys that are looking at LSU are looking at LSU, right? And they like to see some stability. When LSU shown stability within its coaching staff and program, that's when they found the most success recruiting. So it's definitely going to hamper their abilities and, 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 and pull them back a bit in their abilities to sign uh, what was shaping up to be a dynamic class. But in the end, if, if they get this right and they do it in a timely manner, 
Um, they should be fairly successful in retaining most of the in-state guys, adding to it, and retaining some of the out-of-state guys. You're, you, they're going to run into some issues here. They're going to have some decommitments. It's just inevitable. There, there's going to be guys that they were leading for that they're no longer in contention for. Um, that top five class that they were aiming for is extremely unlikely at this stage. Um, but I don't think this is a blow up the whole class type situation because LSU is the brand it is, and LSU has that type of impact within the state of Louisiana. Jimmy Smith with us for a few more minutes. Jimmy, I want to shift now to uh, Ed Ogeron, Scott Edward, and, and also the future. Uh, Renee Nato, our colleague, did an article in CrestedSports.com where he went down and broke down every recruiting class. Uh, according to his calculations, 31 of the 93 signees that have been uh, that have signed with Ed Ogeron uh, at LSU either uh, didn't pan out, left the program, had problems. That's about a third of the recruiting class. I've talked about the fact that, again, with the changeover in, in coordinators, uh, the revolving door there and the coaches, it's hard to develop a, t- a, a player when you're constantly changing coaches. And then, of course, you know, some can, 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 can look to, and I, and I do as well, some of the the situation off the field with Ed Ogeron, uh, again, af- after the uh, 2019 championships to, to now. And then, and then of course, uh, the, the now not really having that CEO role, but being more of, again, a hands-on coach, where, again, one of the things he promised was great assistants, great coordinators, and a CEO-type situation for himself. I think all that lends itself to where we are today. When you're much closer to this program than I am, when you look at, again, how did we get here, how did we get here? Yeah, I think a lot of the reasons you stated, um, you know, it's recruiting, touching on the recruiting part first. They've been successful recruiting the caliber players that build championship programs. What they haven't been successful doing is developing those players, much of it probably to do with attrition and the coaching staff, changing schemes, schematics, the coaches all the time. It's really difficult for a 19, 20, 21-year-old kid that's trying to develop his game. There's no continuity, right? So I think that's an issue. Um, an, another issue is, is not recruiting at the key positions, right? It isn't until recently that they've really been on this run of, of recruiting high-end defensive ends, defensive tackles, right? They're, the LSU defensive line play until the last couple of years was subpar. It's, you're starting to see them progress and take steps forward. Much of it's to do with their ability to recruit in the trenches. You haven't seen that play out on the offensive line. So I think when you look at the – Overall, the roster management has been a, a major part of this team's struggles, failures on the field, um, most, a lot of it coming from issues off the field, as you've stated. So uh, roster management is playing a huge role in this. And then developing those players really difficult when your coaches aren't, aren't, aren't there. Uh, the coaches that introduce them to how to play a four-eye technique in a three-man front as opposed to playing off the edge in the seven-gap, things of that nature. And, and when you're built teaching different techniques and different schemes year in and year out, you're going to really uh, slow down the development of these kids. So mm-hmm. I think we've seen a lot of uh, the issues with, with retaining these recruits once they're on campus, um, making them stay on top of things like the John Emery issue is a perfect example. Should have never got to that point. This one of your star running back recruits yes. at a position you're failing thin. You've got to manage that. That's part of roster management. And so these type of failures have really led to where we are, where they're thin across the board. They don't have the ample, uh, you know, guys in the trenches on both sides of the ball uh, to to win in the SEC and things of that nature. So 
Um, there's a lot of issues here, but a lot of it's been just roster management and development of these kids. Does Ed Ogeron make it through the season? There are some that believe he's going to get fired if things really go bad. But then if you look at the track record of Scott Woodward, he rarely, uh, I don't think he's ever fired a coach in midseason. Yeah, and that's where I think, you know, I'm reluctant to say yes based on that, right? The the history here with Woodward is, um, you know, to let, if things are going to fall apart, let it fall apart at the feet of the guy that's in, in office, right? I just think... Um, it could be wise with some of the options out there to get in front of it. And with early signing day this year, if you make a hire in late December, um, you just missed on an opportunity to fill a lot of needs on, on your roster through recruiting. So um, I, I think times have changed a bit. I think that early signing period changes things drastically. Instead of kids having till February to figure out who mm-hmm. a coach is, they're, a lot of these kids are making their decisions in December. So, sure. I would think we could see something develop quicker this time around. Would not be surprised if things didn't go well in Baton Rouge this weekend if Sunday or Monday brings about a change. Um, I honestly think that he's contemplating it very hard right now. And and with a bye week coming up, now may be the time to do it. So um, his track record says that he's going to let Ed Orgeron ride this thing out. Um, But times have changed. And I, I think with that recruiting rule, uh, schools are forced now if they know they're going to make that change to make it sooner rather than later. Excellent point. You're the first person I've heard make that point about, again, the early signing day and how that affects the possibility of, again, keeping Oger on for the full season. Great point there. All right. Uh, I said yesterday that, uh, again, that Scott Woodward should be looking for the next Nick Saban. Okay, a guy that can transform the program. And, again, we know that Saban's fingerprints have been on this program for the last 20 years uh, based on, uh, you know, again, what he did in 1999 to now uh, in, in terms of, again, two national championships. His fingerprints are still all over it. Uh, what he did with Alabama. A lot of people believe they got to get the biggest name out there. I think they got to get the best coach out there that, again, can transform this program. When you look at this situation, what do you think he's looking for? And maybe some names that might be, again, uh, that you've heard through the grapevine. I'll tell you, the more the, the wheels fall apart on this thing, the bigger splash or the bigger, the more of a need to, to make a splash presents itself, right, to kind of reverse the course and the public perception of the program. The national perception of LSU right now is it's going downhill and it's going downhill without breaks. And so the worse this thing gets, probably the more pressure he's going to feel to make that splash hire. But I'm with you. I think this is about making the right hire and helping him grow with the program and maybe um, building something that's sustainable long term. Uh, As far as potential candidates, I mean, I think Lincoln Riley has to be very high on the list. It would be foolish for anyone to think not. He's uh, Woodward has proven to have a really good relationship with the agency that represents Riley. Um, with them coming in the SEC, I think Lincoln's done about all he can do at Oklahoma at this point. I think he's probably realizing that winning a championship at that program is going to be extremely difficult with the difficulties they have recruiting the type of players that are that are, you know, running through the SEC and programs like Clemson. And with the what looks like the impending change from Oklahoma jumping to the SEC, uh, why not get that head start now, right? So I think he would have to be a very high candidate. And I'm going to tell you one, I would. I haven't seen yet on a list, and I'm going to let this little cat out the bag for you. Doug Peterson. Go ahead. Doug Peterson, okay. former Louisiana native, Super Bowl mm-hmm. champ, Philadelphia yep. Eagles, currently unemployed on a fishing boat down in Florida. 
um, a guy that has a ton of respect within coaching circles. A lot of the issues and the and the franchise falling apart um, during his tenure in the Eagles, uh, everyone knows really wasn't related to him. Um, the issues they had with Carson Wentz and, and the type of analytical approach that the um, general manager deployed over there at Philadelphia just kind of broke that roster apart. And it was much out of his control. I think that would be a guy with his Louisiana ties and his dynamic ability on the offensive side of the ball um, could be a home run hire that you could live with for years, right? And so I, I think there's certainly names out there. Luke Fickle's mm-hmm. intriguing. Um, certainly seems to have some of those Saban-esque type qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of quality names out there. Uh, Lane Kiffin sounds great. Don't know if it checks all the boxes of what we're right. looking for. And I think right now you need stability and you need a guy that can that can change the culture and the impression of the school. And I don't know if Lane Kiffin brings that at this time. So um, there's going to be some intriguing names out there, and I don't think it's going to be the obvious choices. I think Scott Woodward's going to look for not just a home run here but a grand slam. Had somebody bring up Billy Napier's name on the program yesterday. Is that a big enough name for LSU? I'm not questioning again him his his um, acumen as a coach. I'm just saying a big enough name for LSU. No, I think going into this year with not a ton of I don't think the the feeling is there's not going to be a lot of big jobs available. We know USC is available, LSU is going to be available. At any point, Michigan could become available if the wheels fall off there. I mean, there's a lot of you know, there's not a lot of schools that are really going to be in a hunt for the top coaches. So I think in this type of year, it would be tough for a Billy Napier, who's a rising coach and is certainly going yes. to catch the eye of a lot of programs. I think mm-hmm. it would be difficult for him to make that sort of a leap. Um, I do think he'll be on the list, but I think he'll be further down the list uh, than, than many anticipate. Jimmy, thanks so much for the time today. Uh, again, some great information, as always. Tell the folks about your fantastic site, how folks can keep up with everything that's going on, uh, again, on the site, and also how they can keep up with you on social media as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these are the type of discussions we're having all the time at Tiger Details on the message board, uh, the Victory Hill message board, um, part of the Rivals Network. You can go to uh, lsu.rivals. You can go to uh, tigerdetails.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Detail. Uh, a lot of information pouring out. Of course, follow Julie Goodwin as well, B-O-U-D-W-I-N. She's fantastic on the beat uh, and my partner in crime here. So, yeah, check out Tiger Details for all your LSU needs. Jimmy, thanks so much as always, man. We'll be checking in with you soon. Take care, brother. Nice talking to you. You got it. Jimmy Smith, a.k.a. Jimmy Details, again, Tiger Details. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, you know all about them. The Piazza family's had this great uh, company uh, since 1972. Uh, If you're looking for a company you can trust with your fleet account, okay, now, whether, again, it's tires, uh, again, getting that engine uh, in shape, whatever it is, my friends over Southern Tire have you covered. ASC certified mechanics. Uh, again, also the same diagnostic equipment you have at the dealerships. No different. As a matter of fact, I've said before, they probably have diagnostic equipment that at, at, at uh, Southern Tire, the dealerships don't even have. 
Okay, the latest stuff that they have there. Also, uh, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something for everyone's budget. Not going to push you into getting the most expensive tires. What fits your budget? Because, again, they have those tires available for you. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. And, yes, folks, financing is available. You can finance it over time. You get your damaged rims. Don't, don't toss them in, in, into, the, into the garbage head to, head to the landfill. Bring them to Southern Tire. They'll get those rims back uh, looking Brand new for you as well. And if you have an issue, again, where you get a flat tire with all the debris we have in the road, Southern Tire get that repaired for you. And, if the, again, if the off chance that they can't repair it, again, you got the largest selection of tires right there for you. Truly a company you can trust with your vehicle. Uh, it's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or check out their uh, website, southerntire.com. The diagnostic page is fantastic. Got a problem with the vehicle? Put your troubleshooting uh, uh, problem in the in the uh, page, and it'll tell you all the things that may be wrong with the uh, with, with your vehicle, and then bring it on over to Southern Tire and let them repair it for you. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Is finding the right candidate slowing you down? Cut straight to your hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. To find your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at the Bonnet Carry Spillway. And be mindful of delays on 10 eastbound from the 310 to Veterans. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to Canal with delays picking back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from Broad to the 10610 merge. And on the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Be mindful of delays that are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City connection from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are steady on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, your delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC... 
Trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Kane Brown West and Free Tour Friday, October 22nd Smoothie King Center Special guests Jordan Davis And Restless Road See the meteoric rise of Kane Brown live Tickets are on sale now at KaneBrownMusic.com Presented by AEG Presents Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniveling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. Hi, right, folks. Want, want, want to thank uh, Jimmy Smith of uh, Tiger Details for joining us. What great information he gave us today. And if you missed any of it, check it out on the podcast coming up uh, Probably about 20 minutes after the program. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Kind of Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery. And how about Mambo's? Man, I tell you what, I love talking about Mambo's because it's exactly what the Bader brothers have done since they come to the, came to this city. Again, they, they, they took an, a, a decrepit strip club that was getting nothing but problems, constantly being closed down uh, by, uh, by city and state authorities. And they went in and they gutted out the entire place. So what do they do? They 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 uh, bring in and, and renovate, bringing you again the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, the barge boards are incredible as you walk into the door. Okay, I mean you just look around and you just you're amazed about how beautiful it is. Uh, a bar on every single floor, and I'm talking about a beautiful bar that you can sit there and enjoy a cocktail, but also seating for dinner, lunch or dinner uh, as well uh, for. Um, uh, for, for, for you to be able to go in and enjoy lunch, dinner, cocktails, whatever you want on, on, on every single floor. Uh, then you also got the authentic French Quarter Courtyard that they're famous for at Oceana. Again, I'll tell you again, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Uh, and then a Bourbon Street balcony. So remember, you got a courtyard, a Bourbon Street balcony, you got three floors of dining and also a bar on every floor. And, and then you get to which is the unique to this particular restaurant. And they fought hard for this. Again, this was difficult to be able to get done in the city of New Orleans, but they got it done. Uh, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. You've never seen the sight lines from, from uh, Bourbon Street on, uh, uh, that you get at Mambo's because there's never been a rooftop bar before. Only rooftop bar. It's beautiful. You can dine there. You can sit out with friends and have cocktails. Uh, again, as I told you, incredible mixologists over at all the Oceana family of restaurants. And Mambo is no different. And then Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So, again, perfect night out for a, what, a romantic, romantic getaway. Maybe night out with friends. Maybe it's a business uh, meeting. Uh, again, your next event. Man, a delicious, feel with, with, with your, a delicious meal pardon me, with your family. They're open seven days a week. Lunch and dinner. Mambo's is open very late, up to 2 o'clock in the morning. MamboNola.com is how you can find out more about, about uh, Mambo, the, the uh, uh, 
you can look at the, the restaurant itself. Also, you can check out the menu there. And, of course, right next door when you finish up, you got to head over to the Hideout Bar. Live music for you or a DJ. Uh, also, again, fantastic drinks and authentic French Quarter setting, but also you go indoors as well. Uh, also, they got some food available, great food items as well. Uh, so, again, make it a night on Bourbon Street and head on over to Mambo's Bar, Mambo's Restaurant, and right next door you got the Hideout Bar. Just a, a great way to be able to, again, make your next New Orleans memory. Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right, let's, let's talk a little Pelicans here. I um, mentioned a little bit of this in the first hour. And this is about Zion Williams. So, <laughs> Ali and I were talking about it. So, what, what's new now, okay? Zion is going to be out at least a few weeks, okay, with, 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 uh, with the injury. And, and this is the second time that uh, this has happened in the last few years. So, if, if it's going to be a couple weeks, that probably means it's longer, okay? The, the, the clue to that is when they said no timetable to return. You know, because if you're a Pelicans fan, if you're a media member, you only got clues to go to when it comes from information from the Pelicans, right? So, you see, if, if you've been paying attention to what's been going on with the Pelicans now for a long time, uh, it, it's, it's all about, again, David Griffin, okay? The fact that, again, I pointed out, been pointing it out, and I was, again, a guy that was a cheerleader for David Griffin when he came to New Orleans, saying all the right things. But we found out now David Griffin can no longer be trusted. Okay, I'm talking about used car salesmen, con men, politicians are more trusted than the Pelican snake oil salesman, David Griffin. And why? Because he's been dishonest. He's been dishonest with the fan base. He's been dishonest with the media. This clandestine approach to, again, Zion's injury uh, have destroyed any credibility that he may have had with the, with, with the media fan base. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. The dude needs his own personal priest and a confessional. I mean, just walk around, carry it around with him. Because, again, at times he just straight up lies. Today, he tried to play the word game with the media, okay, on when Zion was going to be able to return. Again, just more of, again, Griffin's BS. Uh, Instead of just being honest with everybody, telling what the injury is, telling when it happened, the time, all this. Uh, again, now he's trying to say, well, I really didn't say he was going to be ready for the, for, for, the, uh, for the first game. Look, do you, want, you want us to play the tape? We can go back and play the tape if you like, okay? Here's the other part of this, ladies and gentlemen. Why, why keep the injury a secret, okay? Why keep it a secret before camp, okay? Why not be more forthcoming about all of Zion's many injuries? It makes no sense. Players get injured. It happens. It's part, of, it's part of professional sports. There's no reason to hide it. I mean, why are you hiding it? Why are you putting all this energy into it? Again, what you're, what you're in a situation, what you're doing is you're, you're destroying your credibility when you hide these things. So what is the injury? And, 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 and Ali and I discussed this in the first hour. Man, look, it was supposed to be a broken pinky toe. I mean, is it more? I mean, is it something more se- severe and debilitating? I mean, we never know because, again, neither Griff nor the Williamson camp can be trusted at this point to give you an honest answer on what's going on with Zion Williamson. Look, in Zion's case, at this point, you got to say it. He's always injured. I mean, you thought AD was soft like cotton. This dude is an injury waiting to happen. And, again, this is, this is over and over and over again. So we got another season where Zion is, is, is going to get on the floor when who knows when, right? you got a situation where, again, he's the central figure for this, for this uh, team, and the whole offense and defense revolves around him, but yet he's not going to be available. So now his teammates have to adjust to, to again, life uh, without Zion on the court, and then they have to readjust whenever he comes back, whenever that's going to be, to, again, life with Zion on the court. And he's such a, uh, again, a huge figure, and I'm not, I don't mean that by his weight. 
okay? But I'm just saying, again, he's ball dominant. So, again, you have to change the things that you're doing when, when Zion's on the field, opposed, uh, on the court, rather, than, than when Zion is not on the court. It's a new team. It's a new system. It's a new coach. But now they've got to wait for Zion to heal once again. Look, what's that going to mean coming back? Is that going to mean more minutes restrictions? I mean, we, we saw, how again, how aggravated he was with the minute restrictions in the past. He doesn't like burst minutes, right? That's that, again, he made that clear. He doesn't like the burst minutes. I mean, what a nightmare that we're in right now, once again, as you get ready to start this, this season. A critical season for everyone involved in this Pelicans organization, especially David Griffin. Okay? So then I want to know this. Okay? We know that he got injured. Okay? But when you talk about the often injured Zion, when did he get injured? Okay, at what point did he get injured? Because we don't know. Okay, did he get enough time to do to again do what the great ones do in the off season, which is what, which is work on rebounding, individual defense, defenses, uh, 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 team concepts, getting a mid range uh, jumper. I mean, is this version we're going to see when he comes back from injury of Zion a more complete player? I mean, who knows? I mean. When you look at the offseason, we have no idea of when the injury occurred. Sometime around summer league is what they said. Well, August. Well, I mean, what does that mean at this point? We have no idea. So let me say this as I get ready to close. Like I said about Griff, no, no, no Zion can be trusted at this point, to be honest with the fan base. So the only thing we can do at this point is just wait and, and, and hope that he's an improved player and that it will heal quickly. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the beat goes on. Uh, the Pelicans are going to start the season without their marquee player, and we have no idea of when he's going to be available, and nobody can trust anything that comes from Zion or Griff, so all you got to do is just wait. Just wait. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street. 
at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans of Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Game presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer-lasting scent. Really? What? No way. That's what visitors at International Bird Rescue say when they learn we rely on Dawn dish soap to clean wildlife, the same Dawn they use at home to wash dishes. Yep, wildlife rescue workers have been using Dawn for decades, helping save more than 125,000 birds, even these little ducklings. You see, Dawn suds loosen up the grease and rinse it from their delicate feathers. Taking grease out of wildlife's way is... So Dawn easy. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. If your A.C. breaks down, hey, don't even worry about it. Just call my friends at Burkhart. They'll be there for you quickly. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. But, man, look, truly a company can trust. They'll never gouge you, never cheat you. I promise you that because that's just the way they've, they've set up the business. John Burkhart told me a long time ago, again, your reputation, your name is everything. And, of course, that permeates throughout the entire business. Truly a family-owned and operated business for a company you can trust with your AC system. It's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program, again, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Oceana's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but the the rest of their restaurants in the cluster are all open for lunch and dinner. Open as late as 2 a.m. So if you're looking for a late bite to eat or any time, head on over to Oceana for one of the Oceana family of restaurants, uh, fine menus, and, of course, great cocktails as well. well. I wanted to say this before we wrap up today because there's been a lot of talk about Ed Ogeron. He still has a job. Look, um, I, I was not in favor of Ed Ogeron getting the job because I thought the job was too big for Ed Ogeron. Okay? I thought LSU's job was too big. But I give Ed Ogeron a lot of credit for, again, what he did to keep this team together during, again, when Les Miles was fired. And then, of course, uh, his recruiting classes leading up to, again, uh, finding a guy like Joe Burrow. Uh, again, and then ultimately, again, having Joe Brady come in uh, and really turn the fortunes of this team around. Um, even though, again, I may not have been for him to be the head coach, and, and at that point I was pulling for, uh, Jim, for Jimbo Fisher to be the coach, uh, at that time I, he had my full support. 
But again, as I've said before, over and over again here, nobody like nobody likes to see coaches lose their jobs, because co- when a coach loses their job, it again affects more than just one coach, the head coach. It's usually the assistants, all the families, and everybody that's involved in that. So it's a tough deal. But again, it's the responsibility of the head coach to again tend his tend to his um, his his program, and then Ogeron let his program slip. Uh, I say it again. Renee Nato had a great article in CrestedSports.com that I tell everyone you need to go read if you want to find out the genesis of why LSU is having so many problems. When you lose a third of your recruits, 31 of 93 that you recruited, uh, and those guys either don't pan out or they ultimately leave for greener pastures, get arrested, whatever it is, that's an issue. When you have the revolving door of coaches that he's had, again, whether he didn't get along with them, whatever the situation was, they moved on, coordinators and coaches, and you don't replace them with guys that are just as good, that's an issue. Development of players is an issue when you have a revolving door of coaches. And then the other situation is, again, going from a guy that was a CEO that said he learned his lesson to a guy that became more hands-on because of the loss of so many good coaches. Look, all this has added up to where Ed Ogeron is today. Uh, you throw in the off-the-field stuff that's going on with his personal life, and look, I said before, he's a grown man. He can do whatever thing he wants in his personal life, but at the same time, he is representing Louisiana State University. You know, you can't have uh, you can't have selfies in the bed with your girlfriend on on social media. You know, you can't have a situation again where you know you're, you're running on on you're running out in Florida with your shirt off, but but yet you, you know your team is struggling uh, at, at a five and five clip. The season you're doing that, it looked like again that he just rested on the laurels of that 2019 championship and didn't do enough to tend to his program. And we are where we are now. So again, it's tough. You know, the, 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 on, I'm sure on these families and everybody that's involved, and even those that are, again, they're big fans of Ed Ogeron, we thank him for what he did, okay? They can never take that away from him. 2019 championship, he's one of four coaches to win a championship uh, at LSU. He's going he's gonna to have a, a bag of money that he walks away with at the end of the day. Look, he's 61, he's my age, he can retire and have a great life. But, again, he didn't do enough to be able to hold on to his job, and that's why we are where we are today. It is what it is. LSU... Big-time programs like this, it's a bottom-line business. What are you doing? And, and, again, what are the expectations? Well, for LSU, the expectations is championships. And, uh, again, call it a spoiled fan base, call it whatever you want. But, again, this is self-inflicted wounds on Ed Ogeron, and it is what it is. So, again, for those that want to email me and say, why are you talking about a coach that hasn't even got fired yet? Because the reality is here. I mean, even if he ran the table, I don't know if he could turn this thing around uh, because I think we're too far gone on this situation at this point. All right. All right, uh, as, as we get ready to break and, and wrap things up, uh, again, I uh, want to remind everybody today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. Get out there and enjoy a great meal. Remember, open early, open late. It's all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. 
two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. When getting the job done right is job one, you need construction equipment that's built right. From compact track loaders to the world's number one selling compact excavator, the Kubota construction lineup features durable Kubota engines, more comfort, and the versatility to do it all and do it right. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Ascension Equipment in Gonzales is your Southeast Louisiana Kubota dealer. Save more today and mow tomorrow. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital account executive. If you have at least one year experience in paid search, Google display, paid social media, and digital video advertising, and want your paycheck to directly reflect your hard work with no income cap, send your resume to NOLASales at Cumulus.com. That's NOLASales at C-U-M-U-L-U-S.com. Cumulus New Orleans is an equal opportunity employer. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. All right, folks, welcome back as we wrap this up uh, this afternoon. I want to thank our uh, title sponsor for today's program, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jimmy Smith and also Alec Cassell for joining us on the program. Uh, Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all the great sponsors to sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors to sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Find out everything you need to know about those sponsors. Also, don't forget about the award-winning Inside the Wall in Sports. That's coming out now on uh, WLE-TV. 
Lessie of CrestySports.com is my guest. Coming up next, right here on 106.1, is uh, the Wife Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with uh, Michael Green and Ken Trahan. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow for the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.